Right, Jade, how old are you? 26. Wonderful. I am 31. Thanks for asking. So old. <laughs> Well, this episode actually isn't for you now. No, I know, but I have experience in it. Whereas you don't, you're only half experienced in it. I am. I'm fully experienced in it. We are talking about health and fitness and also beauty. Yeah, your skin. Yeah, beauty and skin in your 20s uh me and jade are going to go through a series of age-related podcasts for each kind of decade really so we're going to start off with your 20s what skincare and health and fitness looks like in your 20s then we're going to go on to look at what skincare and health and fitness looks like in your 30s and 40s and then the final one is we're going to go into 50 plus I was speaking to some of my clients about this and uh, one of my clients was like, oh, nah, why do you say 50 plus? <laughs> I know, it's like we put everyone over 50. Yeah. But, I mean, we could, go, ease, we, we could go on and on, yeah. but that's just for, like, argument's sake. That is what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to come on that journey with us, feel free (laughs) but um over the next few podcasts that is what we're gonna do so i always think it's nice to start with the the 20s and also i didn't realize that skincare in your 20s was such a thing until the other day i was in boots and i was on the aisle of like the moisturizers and things like that and there was a bunch of girls next to me who must have been 13 14 yeah I would say around 14 it was her birthday she went to town with her friends do you remember doing that I used to love doing that the mum was still there and she had birthday money and she was spending it on this really... Um, Drunk elephant. You yes. Said, it? Yeah. it was great packaging, like looked really cool. But she was spending... She had £45 left of her birthday money and she spent it on moisturiser. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just thinking... Yeah, never there's me looking like oh my god 15 pound for moisturizer i don't know if i'll do that is there a discount code like i but they obviously hold a lot of value in that which has got to be a good thing but still it just shows how much times have changed it's a good and a bad thing yeah because it's massively influencer driven yeah to think like when i was 13 I don't know when you were 13. It was over tellies when you were 13. <laughs> they definitely... No, but i tell you what. The only social media we had when I was 13 was know. MySpace or Bebo. Yeah, yeah, so you didn't have that. If you were an emo, you were on MySpace. If you were a chav, you were on Bebo. So, so you were on Bebo, yeah. I was on Bebo. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't cool enough for MySpace. No. But that's all, yeah. that's all we have. It's so... Like, think now. You can literally watch someone's life. Yeah, yeah. Like, these girls, like, yeah. are following these influencers on Instagram, on YouTube, on TikTok, everything. And you're watching what they do. Yeah. And, like, 
sorry to say, not in like a patronizing way, but a 13 year old is still a child. Mm. Like they are copying what yeah. these 20, 24 year old girls are doing. And it's yeah. a very different point in life. So although it's good that they're being introduced to skincare really early. Yeah. They're not necessarily being introduced to the right things yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah. And I just, that completely blew my mind. So I no 13-year-old needs drunk elephant. Like, you don't need it. It's okay. No. Like, you'll be fine without that £45 moisturiser. Yeah. I was just, I was, I was quite shocked by that. But um, we just want to do, like, a little disclaimer before we get into these, like, the age-related series. Um, and I just want to say that it's never actually too late to start looking after your health and fitness or to join a gym mm-hmm. and I think Jade will also agree with me that it's never too late to actually start with a skincare oh my goodness, routine never, as well never. my well, Jade just introduced my grandma to a skincare routine to what cleanse and tone is and she is 80 and I just enrolled my mum onto a gym membership and she is 59 mm-hmm. and I just I think it's I, I don't think anyone is ever too late no. to start with something like this. So if you're listening to this and you're in your 40s and you think, oh my gosh, they're speaking about this when you're in your 20s. Yeah. And I'm another two decades later, like, don't worry. Yeah. It's it's all good. It's just, we wanted to break this down. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be too difficult to do it too vague because although yeah. we are going very specific with yeah. ages... It's not. We all know nowadays one size doesn't fit all. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I thought what we would start with then is looking at prevention, which I guess that's what you're really looking at in your 20s. Yeah. With sport, with exercise, with your health and fitness, and also your attitude as well Mm -hmm. towards that. And also then when it comes to skincare as well um i think if we can look at prevention in our 20s rather than looking at trying to fix things and cure things because i think the body is constantly changing when you're in your 20s you're still trying to find your feet with kind of Mm -hmm. how your body looks um so i think yeah looking at prevention yeah is a is a great do you want to start with that with what we can look at with when it comes to skincare skincare yeah yeah um, so with prevention in your 20s, and this is something that if if you take anything from what I say today, this is probably the most important part, SPF. I literally yeah. don't even feel like it's, it's pushed in everyone's face, but I don't know if people really understand why in your 20s is important. No. Because like, even though I am in the industry, there are still days where I get up and think, oh, I don't need to say it's cloudy. Stupid like Mm -hmm. there's uv rays regardless and the thing is with spf is if you think of like premature aging and like extrinsic aging factors spf and like sun damage is the number one Mm -hmm. like there isn't even anything close to it like smoking is appalling for your skin however it is miles below what the sun does to your skin yeah that is so mad isn't it and we are outside all the time we go on holidays like people go on sunbeds constantly like when you think of those things there is there's nothing that you can do when you get to 40 or 50 that's Mm. gonna make up for that okay you can have chemical pills okay you can go and have laser however come on tell me putting a sun cream on's not just easier than that yes yeah yeah yeah. like yeah 
it's it is insane like the the sun just causes it causes hyperpigmentation mm-hmm. it causes wrinkles it causes dark spots and this can all be fixed by an spf one yeah. moisturizer yeah, just yeah, what, yeah it doesn't need to be expensive it doesn't need to be 45 pounds doesn't yeah. need to be from any funky brands yeah you just need to be making sure that that is on your face and neck yes never yeah, yeah, forget yeah. the neck yeah yeah. yeah yeah so in terms of a spf then mm-hmm. what factor would you have 50 is ideal okay however i know and i even agree i should never even say this it's awful that i'm going against what everyone in my industry says but fact 50 doesn't always feel very nice on your face it no and it's I, a little bit thick i mean it doesn't have, feel great i think you have to have that balance you with I think because it's on your face, mm-hmm. it can get very like. I always worry that it feels a bit like claggy and yeah. heavy on your face. It can. Um, whereas so, when it's on your skin, it's it's different. Oh my goodness, you on, don't even notice it as yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Like, who even knows what their legs feel like when you put moisturizer yes, on them? Yeah, like, yeah. You don't notice. So factor thirty, but it needs to cover UVA and UVB. Okay. So it needs to cover both of those. Yeah. Um, because there is more than one UV. Um, but nowadays, with 50s, you can actually get, like, spray SPFs yes. that go over your makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I there are so many eyes. different things that you can do nowadays. So, yeah, factor 30 minimum. Yeah. But ideally, if you can get one that you like, factor 50 is the best. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That sounds, uh, that sounds all right. It, it is, but hardly any of us do it. Like, that's the funny thing. Yeah. Like, there's so many of us. Like, I have so many clients that come to me, and I'm like, have you got SPF on? They're like, oh, Jade, not again. Yeah. They're like, oh, stop talking to me about that. And yeah. it's like, but... But then in years to come, yeah. They'll be coming back to me like, I need filler, I need Botox, I need this. And it'll be like, well... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put your moisturiser and SPF yeah. on you to be okay. Yeah. So that's that's probably the main one. I could overload you with loads of prevention things right now. But if you just do that one, well, yeah, on you. that's okay. <laughs> if you just do that one, honestly, yeah, you'll be good to go. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about anything else just yet. Yeah, you, it's kind of like that taken for granted thing, 100%. isn't it? What you've got. Yeah. So I think that also comes down. It's very similar when it comes to training and exercise. So when you're in your twenties, your flexibility is amazing you have time you your recovery is really good um your metabolism is actually at its highest so you burn this like your bmr so it's your basal metabolic rate which means at the rate that you burn calories when your body's just doing its thing yeah so you're not you're not doing anything you're just it's just doing its thing that is when your your body is burning its most calories when you're in your 20s. As you go further on in life, that then starts to lower. So does that mean in my 20s, I can just eat what I want? And well, my body's going to deal with it for me? Not eat what you want, but <laughs> they'll, you'll find that in your 20s, you can actually eat more. Okay. Yeah? yeah than yeah. when you get into your 30s and your 40s. Now, that is why people in their 20s... I mean, it is changing, but people in their 20s will kind of think, oh, I don't have to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm don't. i that person who doesn't need to exercise. Yeah. I just stay this shape. Um, 
that is when that's, that's the time that people always look back to yes. oh I want to yeah, be as yeah, yeah. slim as I was in my 20s or I want to be as lean as I was then yeah. like that's why they always look back to that point but yeah you, the, the amount of calories that you burn at rest is more so good recovery good amount a good like energy system like your metabolic rate is good um your strength is pretty good as well um t- you've got time there so it's just like a nice collection of mm. things that just work well for your body yeah but people shouldn't take that for granted mm-hmm. i think it's, re- it's still really important to start introducing some strength training um when you're in your 20s and also forming good habits and relationships with nutrition and exercise Mm -hmm. because that stuff stays with you will will stay with you for the rest of your life yeah if you start building bad relationships or having bad associations with exercise yeah in your 20s that's something that stays on for the rest of your adult life and then could potentially also then be passed down to your kids yeah as well so i'm just thinking about when i was in my early 20s we had like biggest loser on tv yes um we would also have oh who's that woman um you are what you eat yes as well and they had that um, skinny person in the, the yeah and they would and they swap the food in the weird yeah. tubes and, and then swap. there was like they would swap diets yeah. with like a, there was all of that and like the bad association with exercise stuff i remember watching the biggest loser and there was this woman just yelling and shouting at this man mm-hmm. and i thought oh my god that's what a personal trainer is like and it obviously isn't like mm-hmm. that but i can imagine people looking at that and thinking yeah that's that's, that's what, what they associate it with so it's really good to build like good associations with exercise and with nutrition when you're in your 20s and yeah i think that's that's kind of the main thing that's where i'll stop there because i can can, can go on yeah but basically you're in your prime yeah and it's good to build some good Mm. like healthy relationships there we'll look we'll later on in the podcast we're going to look at kind of exactly what you can do Mm -hmm. um but yeah we'll hold it there next thing i wanted Mm -hmm. to talk about you just touched on it was like imp- like how people were influenced yeah so how people were influenced into exercise and then how people were influenced also into like skincare or how they should look mm-hmm. and i think people i don't want to put people in a bracket but i think they people in their 20s are more influenced yeah. online constantly yeah yeah at that age 100 percent. i think because i was actually looking at this and like statistically i actually think the if i'm just going to talk about like tiktok for a yes. minute because at the moment that's like the hype social media platform at the moment yeah so like categorically the age demographic for tiktok's a little bit lower yeah. than the 20s however the lower age bracket 
doesn't necessarily have the income themselves they're still having to ask parents like the girl yes with yeah, yeah yeah however in your 20s at that point it's normally when you have your own income so not only is this mm-hmm. influence in front of you this influence that you're seeing is actually possible for you yeah because yeah, you yeah, can yeah. just buy it yeah so you haven't got to wait till christmas or wait yeah. till your birthday yeah. it can just happen immediately and there are so many influence like i follow loads of influencers because mm-hmm. i find that one i find their lives like so interesting yeah but two they actually do know a lot of good stuff yes yeah, yeah. however what you never see an influencer say is oh yeah i actually have breakouts and sometimes i have to use this instead or i don't actually record myself when i'm on my period because my skin looks awful yes. you never see them bits. Yeah, yeah yeah you always see them in their prime full yeah. beat glam on they look great And another thing that I think people don't always see is sometimes when these people post things, there's a little word underneath that says commission. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hashtag ad. So, do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're going to sit there and tell you that this moisturiser is the one and it's great and I love it. But next week they'll tell you another one. Yes. So, I think it's so good to use these platforms to do investigations but you have to investigate for yourself to try it yeah yeah yeah. do you know what i mean like i see so many things and i'm like i'm a proper consumer yeah so like they tell me it's good i'm like i'll buy it then yeah like i which is quite which is quite nice and i think that's also like good market research as well for yourself but i think ultimately if you are if you are trying like lots of skincare or Mm -hmm. you want a a bit more information about mm-hmm. what you can do for your skin. Yeah. Then I would always go and go and speak to like your yeah yeah lo- local like beauty technician. Honestly, you- and if you if you follow a beautician or like a skin specialist and you message them about something like this and they don't want to help you or talk to you, then find another one. Yeah. Like, just keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. honestly, if anyone, even if they aren't my client, yeah. I get people send me a screenshot of something that they've seen, yeah. and they're like, is this any good for me? Yes. And I am happy to try and answer that to the best of my ability. Obviously, if I've met you before and I know your skin, it's yeah. a lot easier for me yeah, to answer yeah, yeah. that. But you need to do your research. You need to know because if you were keep if you keep changing products and ingredients, you're actually going to damage your skin barrier. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot harder to fix. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. not something that just a moisturizer can then go and fix. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's so easily influenced and we're influenced by like the Kardashians. Like I'm a sucker. I'll sit there and watch that whole series. Mm. Like on repeat, like yeah. I don't even mind, but I see like Kim's skin and I'm like, oh, I want skin like that. I'll Google what moisturizer does Kim Kardashian use. How do I know if my and her skin's the same? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. just because she uses yeah. that, like, no, no shame. But I've used like the makeup by Mario, like uh, bronzer. I don't like it. Yeah. It looks amazing on her. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I bought it. Don't like it. But, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But you can physically see you don't like makeup. Yeah. But you can't physically see that your skin doesn't like a moisturizer. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. You have to be so careful. Yeah. Yeah. I think same with like with um, exercise mm. and programs as well. So there's a big thing online with like selling plans or like an ab plan or um, bikini body plan or a six week plan. And because somebody is selling a plan, it doesn't mean that they look like that because of that plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're... Yeah. they're it, and I think that's the whole thing yeah. on, on social media as well. Um, 
especially when you're in your 20s like you're I think you're still like finding your way with mm-hmm. your body I mean I'm I'm 31 and I think in my 20s yeah my body changed quite a bit mm-hmm. I started off quite overweight well not I don't I just hated exercise right at the start of my 20s and then I started getting into training lost weight like your body changes shape your like your hips get bigger like yeah. everything just like changes and it's like you're you're trying to keep up yeah, with that yeah. and then with the addition of like social media as well and people telling you that use this to get a flat stomach use yeah. this to get a bigger bum you're constantly like being pulled apart by what your body maybe should or shouldn't look like mm-hmm. and I think for somebody who is still trying to figure out how their body is and, and what it looks like like yeah. that can be quite a vulnerable oh my position goodness, of course to be in so yeah I I just think I wouldn't hop between plans that somebody is promoting mm-hmm. online I would try uh, the best thing to do is to either join a class join mm-hmm. a group um, if you can afford some one-to-one coaching definitely go for it um but try and get some advice from somebody who is actually qualified to do so mm-hmm. which who has like a plan for you yeah. rather than downloading grabbing little yeah. bits from everywhere definitely i think like you were saying with them plans i think it's important to remember these people have been asked to sell these plans or do these plans because they look like that already yes like so you've yeah. got good old sally with a eight pack and her yeah. big brands are going to go to her and say come up with this idea we want you to be the face of it well of course yeah 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 Yeah. i mean but what we don't see is actually the struggles beforehand the fact that that person probably does have an individual personal trainer and they do have a nutritionist and And great genetics as well which comes in yeah and skin yeah huge part of it um so yeah i think the the body changes one is quite a big thing with skin yeah. as well like as your body's changing you obviously go through like as your hormones uh-huh. change yeah mine's changed so much in the last year yeah so i think like and this again is similar with skin but like 21 22 23 your body and i believe your well i believe your body but i know your skin's still kind of working like your teen years a little bit because mm-hmm. you've only mm-hmm. really just come out of it but there's that thing i think like when i hit like 25 and going now like i'm 26 it's like it's harder for me to get fitter it is harder for me to lose weight now mm-hmm. like and i've even noticed the difference in like a year yeah do you know i mean like my thighs yeah. move more than they wanted yeah. i could go to the gym and do five squats and i'd have a butt pump and tight thighs for three days well now i've got to go for a month to even notice yes. a little bit of a difference yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah it changes constantly like things drop down <laughs> yeah it is which it's is okay which, and it's why and just moving on to like action and, mm. and what you can actually do it's why it's so important that in your 20s that you do start introducing some strength training yeah and you do start introducing um like flexibility work and building like a good structure within your training sessions because that seriously carries you through and keeps you moving forward when it comes to your 30s and 40s so when you hit i think it's um 30 
30 for women, maybe 32 for men. That is when you're like at your prime in terms of muscle mass. Oh, okay. Yeah. So every year after that, you start to drop 1%. Now, if you're doing strength training workouts, if you have good nutrition, then that can you can kind of prevent that as much as possible yeah. and we'll start to go on to that in our next and up and coming podcast yeah. but in your 20s you really want to focus on building a base level of strength not overtraining uh-huh. because remember when i said that you are in your prime at this at in your 20s it's really common to overtrain because you recover quickly you feel good uh-huh. um so it's it's important not to do that yeah four sessions a week is great if you play a sport hand-eye coordination like keeping that like proprioception with your body and how your body moves is really is a nice idea as well because that's something that can carry through in later life but strength training keeping moving and active that will give your body like a nice base level of strength I have, like, a professional opinion question for you. Go on. And I'm sorry if I throw you off and you don't even want to answer it. No, that's all right. I haven't so- cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, social media again. Yeah. Talking with these things, doing too much overtraining. There's this massive thing at the moment with the big bums. Yeah. And the the hip hinging and the deadlifting and the squatting to get massive thighs, massive bums. Yeah. Are they putting extra strain on their back with some of those motions that they're doing these girls and that are going to the gym five six times a week loading up god knows how much on a bar Mm -hmm. and literally do you think that we're going in a little bit of an overkill phase at the moment because yeah so back in yeah so anything really if you're building elements of your body and it's not full structure like Mm -hmm. so we do this thing with uh, anyone who comes in for PT, we do like a, a mobility test and then it's like structural balance test. So it's to see that everything is structurally moving mm-hmm. well and is structurally like strong. Yeah. So like in your upper body in proportion to your lower body. Now, it's fine to work with what you've got if somebody naturally has bigger legs mm. and bigger glutes. Yeah, they might be stronger in those areas. So work like your RDLs and your hip thrusts. But also don't neglect things like your upper body. Yeah. Because if you want a big squat, if you want a big deadlift, if you want a big Romanian deadlift, if you want a big hip thrust, there is a there's always an element of upper body that comes into those compound movements. Uh-huh. So you should always add those in as well. Yeah. It's fine to try and build up muscles. Um, if you want to grow certain muscles yeah that's fine it's not going to cause you too much damage overtraining is actually rare it's the under recovery okay that makes sense that's um more of an issue so lack of sleep lack of good nutrition um lack of like stretching and mobility in between if you increase all of that, increase your sleep, make sure you're fueling your sessions correctly and make sure you're stretching properly, make sure you've properly warmed up, then you shouldn't really have an issue. Okay. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So it's typically people are training, what, four or five times? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> that would be great, wouldn't it? Oh, four or five times a week. 
if they're like if they're proper on it if you're saying okay, about overtraining say, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It was when you're like typically people train that or something no i think typically pe- people would train two to two to three times a yeah. week yeah 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 definitely i say to my clients if you can train three times a week yeah i'm well Lovely. happy yeah 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 makes sense um does that answer your question yes no it does actually yeah it does because i think like i I see a lot of them doing that. Yeah. And, like, there's been so many times where I've thought, oh, my God, I want to look like that in my leggings. Do you know what I mean? Like, you see it, but then I just think, I've tried to do that at the gym. So, and yeah. have, like, gone and hurt but, <laughs> yeah, so one size does not fit all. Yeah. So, like, one exercise does not fit all. If, it, again, it is their genetics as yeah. well and what they're doing outside of those gym sessions... Yeah and how long they've been doing it yeah. as well. So a few like glute kickbacks a few times a week on a cable machine yeah. isn't going to grow legs and butt mm-hmm. as you want. You have to have like proper structure and consistency within your strength training. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes um, sense. But yeah, it's not like a one one plan or one workout guide. Yeah. 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 Um, anything else to add on your skincare what um, we're talking about action just for a minute so so we've got yeah. uh spf yeah spf Anything... is more your prevention not so much your action fine yeah so we're, if we're talking prevention prevention actually an spf is going to follow our 20s our 30s and 40s and our 50 plus that is always going to yeah. stay at yeah, the yeah. base of my prevention yeah however if we're talking action now and this is more when you're hitting your not your uh, so like after 25 here so I'm going to actually split the 20s in half. And this action actually yeah. only applies to 25 plus in yeah. my head. Um, retinols and peptides. Okay. So they're just two ingredients. What? I need to answer my phone. Oh, okay. Go for it. So, sorry, just had to cut that yeah. off because um, Jade had a call that she needs to take. <laughs> but sorry. yeah, carry on. Yeah. So I think for that cut off, I was talking about uh, retinol peptides. Yes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's exactly what I was saying. Um, so, yeah, they're probably something that when you get to, like, your 27, well, 26, 27, 28, that you really want to start thinking about introducing. So, ideally, what they can help do is start speeding up, like, your cell turnover. Because when you start to get to 30, so as we're pushing later, your cell turnover, we spoke about that a little bit last yes. week, yeah. um, starts to slow down. Yeah. So the slower it is, remember I was saying during your cell turnover is when we're starting to produce more hyaluronic acid, when we produce collagen, when we produce elastin. Yes. So as we get yeah, older, yeah. that slows down. Ah, so okay. by introducing like a retinol and a peptide, yeah. not together, yeah. one or the other, um, that then keeps the speed of your cell turnover kind of at the same pace that it would early 20s. Okay. So then you're helping yourself not have extra added aging yeah one thing to add when adding those is they can be they're quite intense Mm -hmm. so if you suffer with maybe like sensitive skin go for a peptide instead of a retinol they're just a little bit more gentle what is it so would something say on it peptide yeah so in the ingredients list it will say peptide and then is there like a percentage so for peptides it will really vary depending what product it's in so you don't really need to worry about that yet So just anything with a peptide, which is like an amino acid. So anything with that, you're going to be absolutely fine. And then with a retinol, um, a good one to start with actually is CeraVe. 
Okay. CeraVe retinol. I think you can get it in Superdrug and Boots. It's probably the lowest percentage retinol that you can buy. Yeah. Which is a really good thing when you're initially introducing it into your skincare routine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they're probably my actions and just hydration, hydration. There's other actions that you can do dependent on how your skin ages. So I'm not going to start talking about the B word yet, but we'll talk yeah. about the B yeah, word yeah, next yeah. week. But there's things like there, there are different injectable things. If your skin is really struggling, yeah. you can give yourself a boost. Okay. We shall touch upon them next week. The B word. The B word. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you liked that and uh, you are in your 30s and your 40s, yeah. or you're heading in that direction, um, that is what next week's podcast mm-hmm. is going to be about. And I'm excited for that one because that is where I am. <laughs> That's your category. <laughs> That's where I've, I think I've found out the most about skincare. So yeah, we will, we'll do that next week. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. Also, if you do enjoy this podcast, can you let us know? <laughs> because it's so nice to hear from you because me and yeah. Jay just chat about it and then we put it out and then I see that there's views but I don't really get any we don't get any well we do get some feedback we got one this morning but yeah but would love to like have some feedback or Mm -hmm. I know on some of them you can leave a review if you can do that great because it really helps us push this and build it um so yeah thank you very much if you want to follow Jade on Instagram it is at Purity Beauty Studio and then if you want to follow me I'm at PT Nat Pleades and then we've also got a TikTok oh my gosh we do which is at Fit uh, Fit One One Number One Hot I'm checking Number Number One (laughs) Fit One Number One yeah no no No. numbers oh sorry fit one hot one that's it written yeah (laughs) that's us Uh, so you can follow us on there as well Um, yeah but yeah thank you very much and we'll see you next week bye